<laughs> I will give you a few reasons to worship him, to acknowledge him, to praise him for who he is in your life. Yes, he is faithful. His name is faithfulness. Hallelujah. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, there is power, there is grace, there is anointing, there is breakthrough. There is impartation where his spirit is. Evil have no place because his presence come with fire. His presence come with authority. Hallelujah. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So whatever that is trying to hold you up, that's trying to bind you, there is freedom in his presence. You just got to break through. Glory, glory, Father, I thank you for your presence that is here in this place, for your authority, for your power, for your glory, for your wonders, for your glory, for your presence, Father, for your might, hallelujah, for your angelic presence, Father, that is here in this place, active in this place, that is working in this place, Father, as we speak, that is breaking barrier, that is tearing down walls, that is changing minds, Father, we thank you, Father, for your presence, Father. That is here indeed. And because you are here, Father, we are guaranteed that, Father, the same way we, we will not leave, the same way we enter. That we will get answers, Father God, for everything we've been asking, Father. Because yes, indeed, that's what you do. That's who you are. You are a good, good Father. And you are such a loving Father. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give it up for him, huh? You may be seated. I was glad when they said unto me. Let us go, huh? Into his house. I don't know, y'all don't remember that, huh? <laughs> I don't know if that's Old Baptist or whatever it is. I was glad when they said unto me, hey, let us go to his house. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is awesome to be here as always. I, uh, I have, um, the Father's been so awesome. The Father's been nothing but awesome. And every day we get, I get to experience his wonders, his love, his kindness. The deeper we go is the closer, the more we get to understand how much he loves us and how much he intentionally wants to reveal himself to us. What, what, a, what a father that would not want his children to know him in all his ways. Amen? So um, this week, uh, well, we started a new series. Uh, today is our first one. Um, we are, uh, I've been praying and the father has been leading me to do this series. And, uh, and I believe that there will, there's going to be a lot of great um, nuggets and great information and great, he's going to do great things. And I, um, today what we're going to pretty much do is laying a foundation of what we are, you know, what we, where we're going. Because um, 
the ultimate thing, this one might be just a little, you know, it may not be just as, you know, as exciting as the rest. <laughs> but I promise you, if you stick around, uh, which I believe you will be, <laughs> you will get to hear, you know, from the series coming up, whether um, you will get to, there's a lot of answers, a lot of information that you will receive, um, a lot of breakthroughs. I, uh, I believe it is always the Father's intention to bless his children. Uh, and most importantly, because there's work that needs to be done here on this earth. His kingdom has to be promoted. And when he blesses us, he blesses with the intention of that, you know? So um, that's pretty much the whole concept of this message. So the series that we're going to be pretty much talking about is preparing for harvest. I'm all about harvest. I'm all about harvesting. In fact, my business is called uh, KTP Harvest. <laughs> It's called KTP Harvest LLC. Okay, I got to put that behind it. I don't get no lawsuit. Um, <laughs> is um, KTP Harvest because I truly believe that there is a season for all things. The Father said there's a season to cry. There's a season to mourn. There's a season for everything. There's also a season to sow. There's a season to weep. You know? But the, the title of a message is Sowing Heart. A sowing heart. So as we are preparing for harvest, the harvest by default, we know it's coming. You know, you know, whether you're gonna reap or not, that's a different case scenario. <laughs> but it is coming because there is four season in the year. So without a shadow of a doubt, they will happen. Monday will take place, Tuesday will take place. The year goes, you know, because that's the that's the you know, that's how the system, you know, God's system is created. But is how do you sow? That's the ultimate goal. And so pretty much, so a sowing heart is the whole concept of this message. That's the title of our message, a sowing heart. We come to understand that it's not just about, it's not always, the ultimate thing is not necessarily about sowing. But it's more so, when it comes to the Father's kingdom, it's, all, it's always about the posture of your heart. How are you sowing? Because the word says that the Father sees heart. He doesn't look at mankind, but he doesn't look at us based on what people say. But he, he looks look at the heart. So if the heart is so important to him, in everything that we do, as we are when we're giving, when we're praying, it's always about the heart. How are we doing it? And in fact, it's so important that he goes so far, so far to say, you know what, if your heart is not right, don't even bring your offering to me. Because you would think that it's a good thing. You're doing a good thing. You know, we bought, hey, I'm going to plant seeds. That's good. But it's not about that to him. It's about your heart, your posture. And so the whole concept, what I'm pretty much going to show you throughout this message is we know that because we are his children, automatically we are blessed. Part of the covenant that he made with himself is that he adopted us as his children. So when you are being adopted by the richest men in the world, <laughs> so by default you are rich, Jesus, just, just, just like him. Without a shadow of a doubt, everything that he has belongs to you. So because of that, when we sow, 
when we are giving, when we are planting seed, most of the time the misunderstanding is that we're trying to give the Father so he can bless us. When in fact, the, the words already says that you've already been blessed. He already blessed you. He adopted you. You're, again, you are being adopted by the richest men in the world. So because of that, we have to understand that as we're sowing, we need to know like the posture of our heart is very important because when we do it, a lot of time out of understanding because we don't understand, we do it with the wrong motive. So first, um, I'm going to break down a couple of things often that we do. So we know that the covenant that we are under and what comes with it, because we are his children, we are part of the covenant that he made with himself, and there is already, everything we need is in that covenant that he made with himself. We are chosen by him. So we don't have to try to impress him by thinking that we can manipulate the father on giving. He says that, you know what, if I didn't spare my son, why would I not give you all things? Why would I withheld anything from you? He also tells us that, hey, Christ became poor so that through his poverty, we can become rich. So the whole concept of us giving or sowing seed, now that we know, it's really not really about trying to get from him because we already have it. So I came to give you life and more abundantly. So he's already telling, you know what? This is all those things that already belong to you. So because all those things already belongs to you, we're going somewhere. The posture of your heart needs to be right. Because most of the time, you're thinking that you're trying to impress God to trick them on giving you things. <laughs> things that honestly already belongs to you. The second thing that we know, part of the covenant that we, he has with us is, we know his heart towards us give us the kingdom. His heart towards us is to give us the kingdom. What does the word says? He says that it is the good pleasure of the Father. That's his desire, to give us the kingdom. So all those things that we're trying to do, we, we already, he already gave us those things. So our work, our job now, as we understand those things, we have a different job. Because the things that we think we're trying to impress him on trying to give us already belong to us. In fact, he already gave it to us. So what are we doing? What else do we know? We know that the kingdom principles are giving to us. He already gave his children principles on how to get it. He established it. You're already part of his family. And he already set the standard. Okay, this is how our household, I adopted you. This is the standard in our house. Give and it shall be given unto you. That's the principle. So he's giving you pretty much all the systems on how this works. So that way when you're trying to do things, don't let your heart fool you. What else does it say? So now he's giving us principles on how to get, you know, when we're sowing, because a lot of time the, the issue is not so much on the doing, it's the knowing. Because we don't know, we do it the wrong way, you know? What else do we know? That one of the issues that we come to understand is, like I was saying earlier, it's not the fact that, it's not, the issue is not that the father 
is not trying to give us. It's just that we don't understand. We don't have the right heart towards giving. A heart towards giving, the reason why most of the time we can't really receive is because a heart towards giving. Because the thing is, if he already set it up for us to receive, that means there's no issue. Make sense? But the issue about it is a heart towards giving. So many believers around the world, most of the time, I know a lot of people often are very frustrating about, okay, I pay tithes, I'm doing, you know, I'm giving everything that I had, you know, I pray, I'm, you know, I'm giving my tithes, I'm doing the things that I need to do, and yet I'm not receiving what's going on. Sometimes we question the father system. We question whether or not, hey, you know, is he even acknowledging my seeds? I've been planting. How many of you guys have been planting? I've been planting, Father. I've been sowing seed. What is going on? Your word says, he knows his word. Give and it shall be given unto you. So he knows this. Because I was uh, having this conversation with the pastor uh, recently. I said, there we know that there is an issue. You know why there is an issue? Because if the, if the ultimate thing was only on sowing seed, there's not, I'm pretty certain that there's not one person that ever walked in the body, inside of a church that doesn't give. At least one season in their life. Would you agree? And if that's the case, then the, the church should have been, there should have been so many millionaires around this, in, this, in this building. Because, am I making sense? There should not be one broke person, whether it's in America, around the world, there should not have been one broke person if it was just on sewing. Because everybody at one point in your life have been sold. I mean, you sold something, 50 cent. So there is a problem. And it all goes, all goes back to the sowing heart. How is your heart? So we're going to break down that for you a little bit. So two things we know so far is that we know that his kingdom, his covenant, the covenant that he already made with us, all the things that we're trying to get is already in it. So there's no stress on trying to get things from him. There's a system. We already know what he says. It is his good desire to give it to us. There's a system established. Give. So if it was just that, then there shouldn't have been a problem. But one thing most of the time that the problem comes is when we are seeking, but we're not seeking him first. Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first. And you know, one thing with this verse, it's one of those verses that you hear so often in life. You know, it becomes like a, a, uh, like one of your typical songs. It becomes just like, oh yeah, seek first the kingdom. Everybody, there's not one believer, I'm pretty sure, who doesn't know that, that verse. Seek first the kingdom of God and, and his righteousness, and everything else will be added. But the ultimate thing, it says, seek first. 
Seek first. Because the Father never wants to be second place on nothing. And not only that, when you seek him first, in the seeking, it's all about promoting him, partaking with him, promoting his kingdom. Take care of my business, and I will take care of yours. I don't know about you, but I definitely would want him to take mine. I would definitely, I would rather take care of his business, because I don't even do it right most of the time. And he will take care of mine. Would you agree? Put him first. When the Father gives you, most of the time, the sowing, the problem in the sowing is that the agenda behind it is not really for his kingdom's sake. You may think, most of the time we think, most of us give. I am a big giver. But most of the time, the, the heart behind it is not really towards him. Unknowingly. We have many agenda why we give. All of us. At one point in our life, you know what? Okay, I'm looking for this breakthrough, Father. I'm just going to put for this. And that breakthrough may not have necessarily nothing to do with him. To him, with him. We just want a big breakthrough so that we can get as many cars and as many, and, and then flashing people, you know, our money in people's face. Oh, yeah, I got it. I've been praying and I got this. Pretty much you work for that. And the Father says you cannot work for his blessing. I did this, that's why this happened. And the problem about, the, the interesting thing about that is it wouldn't be an issue. But most of the time, it's the heart. A heart, we don't know, because most of the time, when you know, certain things we do, we don't even think that it's an issue because either we don't know, or we never even, we just don't know. So we do it, oh yeah, sure, I'm going to pray, I'm going to do this, I'm going to put $5,000. I've done it before, I promise you. I'm like, I'm just going to throw this seed in there for a big breakthrough. And that breakthrough, most of the time, have nothing to do with his agenda. It's not to promote his kingdom. So the heart that the Father's talking about is having a heart towards promoting his kingdom. Put me first. Put me first in everything that you do. When you receive that, put me first. Are you praying so that he can open a door so that you can promote his kingdom? Or just for your own agenda? One of the verse that I love very much, Paul says, and Paul always, you know, he knows how to come back with, you know, because <laughs> he knows the people he was dealing with. He says, do not be deceived, people. God is not to be mocked. Whatever a man sow, he will reap in, in return. But he's really talking about the heart. He's talking about, uh, this is an issue of heart. Don't think that you can trick him on your, on your agenda. Don't try to trick them into your agenda. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give and, but unfortunately most of the time we don't think, we don't even think that. We don't think that we're trying to trick the Father. Really, we're tricking ourselves. But that's why his grace and mercy. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm going to be patient with them. He says, do not be deceived. Don't deceive yourself. 
You can't mock, you can't trick him on trying to bless you. You know why you're praying. You know why you gave that much money. The problem is not the giving. We are to give because that's part of his principle. We are to give. As his children, he can entrust us if we don't have a heart of giving. But it goes back to a heart of giving. The motive of giving, are you after my business? Is this really, do you really want to put my agenda? Because I am the one that gave you that little money that you have in your hand to begin with. It was my idea, I gave it to you. That job that you have, it wasn't yours, it wasn't your skill set. <laughs> I was the one that gave you that so you can put it back into my kingdom. So I can promote, so we can promote this agenda. Partakers. We working together, partners. But most of the time we don't think that. And one thing we have to understand, most of the time, we have to remember this. Most of the time, you don't, God don't give you money because you need money. Because if that's the case, then the whole world would have money. <laughs> the poorest country in the world would have money. It's never about, okay, whether you need something, he's going to give it to you. But it's about your heart condition. You need to understand the kingdom economic system. How does that work? Not the world. Because most of the time we fully understand the world system. But how does he says to do it in his system? And, and the thing is, ultimately, the Father wants to give you all the greatness, all the blessings, all the millions and billions that you're praying for, that business. But all he wants to know is, in that business, is it going to be promoting me? Will people know me through that business? Can I trust you that you're going to make sure that you promote my agenda? We have to understand the heart of servitude, a principle of giving, how to steward his blessings. So we definitely need to understand, ultimately, if it was a case, if it was a factor of just giving, then we would have had no broke people in this in church, or people who doesn't have much. But it's the heart. The Father's after the heart. How are you giving me? Is what, what is your motive on giving me? Because ultimately it goes back to seek my kingdom first. Put me first. Put me first. I promised you I will handle your business. So this is a couple of things. Uh, this is what a wrong heart condition looks like often. 1 Samuel 2 verse 9. Because he's talking about, because a lot of times people think it's their strength. So I'm showing you often things that sometimes you put, oh, okay, you know, I work for this. It's my strength is what I did. First Samuel says, it is not your strength. <laughs> it is not your strength who gave you the wealth, but it is the Father. Who is it? But it is the Father who gives you the power to do what? When you understand that it's different, because when you're praying, you're not praying, you're not showing up, you're not trying to trick nothing. Don't try to do nothing. Just give with a full heart. 
Father, you know, I want to, I have a sincere heart to see your, to, to see people reflecting you, to see how, when people see me, to see you. When I give someone, I'm giving because I want them to see Christ in me. Not about me, how much my bank account, how full it, be, it is, how big it is. I simply want them to see the love of Christ in me. Because most of the time, that's, because that's what we're here for. Most of the time, the Father's not going to show up. And if we are not willing to do it, he's going to get the rock to do it. <laughs> so he wants people to know because the world don't know. And the only way for them to know is through you. So he, put, he gives you so you can give them. That way they can acknowledge. I have a friend of mine often. <laughs> um, I, I know a few people. I've told a few people about him. Um, He's, uh, he's a non-believer, but more so atheist. Um, and most of the time, um, one thing that he always says, he's like, Kirby, you have such a good heart. I don't know if it's God, whatever it is, like, you know, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> but you just have such a good heart. I said, you know what? No, it's not me. It has nothing to do with me. It's all about his kingdom. He's like, Kirby, bro, man, you know, you know, my friends, you know, we, like they stand, we stand for what we stand for. But you, man, you, you're different. It's all him. He's like, man, well, bro, like you're always coming through for me. You know, bro, like you, you didn't have to do this. It's all him. The Father simply blessed me so that you can see his love through me. Because it, it has to come through someone. He has to use, he needs a vessel. So what does he do often? He always gives me so that people can see his love through me. It's simply to promote the kingdom. And I can, I, he has a different respect for believers. He's like, you know, I don't believe, you know, I, I, you know, I, I believe in all this thing, I, you know, this higher power, but, you know, you, you know, if it's God, then that's good. You know, you know if, it's, if, if it's God that's you know, causing you to do that, you know, okay, that's good. That's good. I'm like, he's waiting for you, no? <laughs> he want to use you to do the exact same thing. <laughs> so the beauty about this, I said, you know, it has nothing to do with me. The heart is not mine. He simply, he puts it in there so that I can have a good heart to give for the sake of his kingdom. Romans 9, verse 16. So then it, is, it does not depend on man's desire or effort, but on God's mercy. He's showing you when you do things. Those things don't impress. Don't try to do things to impress him to, out of. No. It's, it's him that put that heart in you to begin with. Don't try to hustle your way into his blessing. Proverbs 23, verse 4. Labor, does, labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own wisdom. Because a lot of time we work so hard to trying to trick his system when all you really have to do is put him first. Whatever he tells you to do, put that first. Being obedient. 
He's going to give you the wisdom. He's, gonna, he's the most creative person. He's going to give you the blessing. He will open the door. Something you were trying to do in t 10 years, he can make it happen in 10 days. Because he's in control. Because he knows your heart. Okay, if I drop that $10 million on this sister, she's going to, everybody around the world is going to know about me. He can trust you. Because you're not trying to trick them into giving you things. He knows your heart. He knows you have no desire in his stuff. It's all about you. So the father says, no, shift your heart. Maybe you don't know. I'm giving you a chance to change it. When you give, give because you want my kingdom, my work, the advancement of, 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 of my work. You want people to know more about me. Remove yourself out of it. We're going to skip to uh, what a heart condition should look like. Matthew 19, verse 29 says, And everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or property for what? For my name's sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit eternal life. That's what get me right there. For my name's sake. It says everyone who gives all those things for my name's sake, not for your agenda. Not for your agenda. For my name's sake. When you do that for my name's sake because your heart your heart is, in, is not to promote yourself, not to make people, no, for my name's sake. Then you will receive a hundred timefold, much in return, and will inherit eternal life. For my name's sake. So we need to change our heart about giving. When we give, yes, we are doing, we are giving, but your heart needs, your heart posture, your heart needs to be for his kingdom's sake. Your heart posture needs to, you need to understand why you're giving. Don't try to give because, you know, and because most of the time, sometimes you give because your heart is not in the right place. You're like, oh, should I really, I don't know if I should have done this. It's always good to ask the Father, okay, well, how much do you want me to give? If it's times, you already know. Nobody needs to tell you that. <laughs> but you also need to give offering because your offering is really what your seed is. And when you give your seed, ask the Father what to do with it. And most of the time, especially in the real world, the great understand this concept. Even the, the Bible talks about it. If, when you want to, if you don't know what to, the best way, let's put it this way, the best way to know, that system, it, it applies so much in every aspect. Like the best way, most billionaires or rich people, what they do, they, most people that actually become the richest people in the world, they really just find an issue, a problem. Put your heart towards something that, has, that needs help. 
when you can find a problem, when you can find a problem to solve, they said never start business for the sake of money. Don't, don't you ever start a business because you're trying to make money. But if you find problem, the money will just flood it. And that even goes so far with the Bible. The, the Father says, um, the greatest in the kingdom, to be the greatest in the kingdom is what? To serve. So he's posturing. He's pretty much showing you a posture. This is where your heart needs to be, on serving. Because with the heart of, of serving heart, okay, you pretty much, you humble yourself. It's not about you. When you're serving, you're, 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 you're not in the picture. You remove yourself, you're just submitting. Hey, you know what, can I help you? What can I help you? Most of the time, even with jobs, the job hire you because, hey, you know what, I'm giving you something, but you go to a job because you want to help. Most of the time, I know we go because we're trying to get a job. That's why most of the time we're, so, we're trying to get money. That's why we get very stressful. Because, but if you go with the heart of, you know what, this company, I love it. They have some issues, you know, they have stuff that I want to contribute my expertise towards. In reality, you won't work a day in your life because you're putting your heart towards something that you love. And whatever that the, you get, the wages that you get, it's just an add-on. It's just an add-on towards what you love to do. So we have to be very mindful because the Father gave us so many different examples towards how to give. Give with the heart, right heart. Help people with the right motive. Don't try to help them because you know, you feel like, oh, you know what? Oh, man, if I help these people, they're gonna, I, they might be able to help me back. If I connect with that person, if I do this for them, oh, certainly, if I need this, they're going to help people, person, help a person that can't give you nothing back. That's true giving. That's a true heart. I'm helping someone that can't even, that don't even know, that can't even help themselves, let alone me. That is true giving. That is right posture. That is the heart that the Father's looking for. I'm helping you, and you know, I don't even, no agenda behind it. You reap, he blessed those. That's the type of blessing. That's the type of giving he honors. Those are the type of giving he honors. No agenda. We need to have a heart for God's kingdom, to expand his kingdom. And believe it or not, in everything that you do in life, that's a form of way to expand it. We don't have to be in the church to fivefold ministry, no. And in fact, the fivefold ministry is such a small portion <laughs> of the things that, because in the world there are so many things. There are children, there are orphanage, in your business, in your company. Your, what your company stands for, and that alone helps people. I know a lot of companies, what they do is they, hey, you know what, we'll give money to abuse women. If the product costs $20, okay, 1% of that money goes towards that. And a lot of times they didn't have to do it. Yeah. So make sure that your heart is in, the right, you know, is, is in the right place. When you give, make sure that your motive is simply because I care, I want people to know God through this work that I'm doing.
And look at this. Again, we're going to go back to Paul. And I know this verse, everybody should know it because <laughs> it's uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 5, and 9, at 7. I think Dr. Hardy pretty much called it out every day <laughs> on Sundays. So I thought it's necessary to urge the brothers to visit, I'm sorry, so if I thought it, it necessary to urge the brothers to visit you in advance and finish the arrangement for the generous gift you had promised, then it will be ready as generous gift, not as one grudgingly given. Each one, that's the verse, each one should give what he has decided and what? Each one should give what he had, has decided in his heart to give, not out of regret or compulsion. For God loves what? But it goes back again to what? And his heart. So he's talking about the issues of heart now. He's attacking your heart. Because a lot of times, of course, people would give. You can see somebody drop out $1,000 but you don't know how their heart is feeling. <laughs> like, this, the pastor's going to eat this. It's going to straighten his pocket. Those are wrong motive. I know a lot of people who, I mean, I've heard it so many times. Oh, look at him. You know, he's driving, you know, Bentleys, Mercedes. I, I don't give money to churches because the money is going you know, you know, straight into their pocket. Of course. Thank you. You don't need to give with that heart. <laughs> You do not need to give nowhere <laughs> with that heart. Because not every seeds are good. Some people can, you know how like we have an orange? A bad orange can mess up a whole, <laughs> a whole orange basket. You don't need every seed. You don't need to receive from every, you know, every person. Because some people, the heart, the motive, the heart is not right. So they need to keep that seed. And another example that we have is Solomon. The Bible talks about how Solomon loves the Lord. In 1 King 3, verse 3 to 5. We're probably just going to do 3 to 5. Solomon loves the Lord and follows all the decrees of his father, David except that Solomon, too, offered sacrifice and burnt offering and incense at the local place of worship. The most important of these places of worship was at Gibeon. So the king went there and sacrificed 1,000 burnt offering. That night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, and God said, what do you want? Ask, and I will give it to you. Let's pause there for a second. If you're looking at the first one on three, it says, Solomon what? Loves the Lord. And because he loves what he do, he made an offering. He loves, so he just wanted to burn, given, uh, he, because he loves him so much, he wanted to, offer an offering to him out of love and kindness. He didn't do it because of nothing. 
I think a lot of times people mixed up the story that he was doing it because he was trying to get a revelation. No. He did it because he was just following, because his dad also did it. He was just simply, hey, you know what? I want to give God to him at the time an offering out of love. The scripture says it. Solomon loves the Lord. So most of the time when you give, not most of the time, at all time, your heart has to love the Father, have to love to give for his agenda. He said he simply loves the Lord, and because he loves, he wants to offer an offering to him. And not only that, he went up to the place of worship and gave him 1,000 burnt offerings. But the beautiful part about this is number five. It says, that night, that night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in the dream. And God said, what do you want? <laughs> I know a lot of us is waiting for that. <laughs> My son, what do you want? Daughter, what do you want? He pretty much gave him a, a blank check. He gave him a blank check. It's interesting, I gotta take, go back to this. I know the other day, I don't know if, um, how many, um, if all of you guys were there. Dr. Hardy was doing this, uh, <laughs> this uh, prophetic demonstration. <laughs> we are growing, we all are. And she said, write down, I believe, all the things that you want the Father to do for you in that moment. <laughs> I know, I probably, I probably needed two pages. <laughs> Everybody was... I can only imagine what was in there. Because mine, my page, like it was one page, I wrote front and back, I needed extra space. <laughs> We're growing. The father knows we're growing. We put his stuff and then some of our stuff. <laughs> but the interesting thing about this is, in this scenario, Solomon had a lot of things he could have asked for because he had a nation of people he was leading. He was having a lot of issues with them. So he could have asked for so many things and the father would have granted him those things. But it goes back again to one agenda, the heart for his people, the heart for his business. On verse eight it says, and here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous, they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding heart. Again, I go back to the heart. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and what? And wrong. For who by him is able to govern this great people of yours? I can't do this on my own. If you don't give me the ability to do it, there's no way I can do it. That's pretty much what he was saying. That was his blank check. And one would have said, oh my God, what? What did you do, brother? 
give you understanding to lead these people? And you're talking about kings. Kings, being a king in that time, your wealth is your glory. The more money you have, the more riches you have, the more land, the more territory you have. That's your glory. People, you have more respect. That's why most of the time when kings take over a place, what they take, they take over. When they conquer a place, they take over it. They take over that land. They take over it because that is the numerous of the glory. They can brag on that 24-7. But this brother, he says, simply give me the heart and wisdom so I can govern and lead your people, your people, his business. Did you hear that? It had nothing to do with him. I just need understanding and wisdom to lead your people. Interesting, right? Not even his people, your people. Give me the ability to lead your people. This, I mean, you have to understand this. The God of God, Almighty, the King of kings, have heaven and earth, like everything belongs to him. And this, he had every option to simply say, you know what? Okay, I need more power. I need to increase my territory. I need to be just like you. And he would have given it to him, I believe, because he asked. Because the interesting thing about that was he was giving him that in regards to the offering. So he already did something. So he's not asking him for a new thing. He already did something for him, for God. So the father said, you know what? Okay, you know, I'm impressed with this. Let me give you something back. So it wasn't the first, it was not the first act. He was actually, he had every right to say, you know what? Sure. Perfect, perfect example. You just went to a fast of seven days coming up. And then on, this, on that seven day, the father says, what do you want me to do for you? You already work for that seven days. Well, we're not saying work because you can't work for that. But you already done something. So it would make perfect sense. Oh, yeah, Father, I need this, 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 this. <laughs> it would make sense. Because you already did seven days. Oh, sure. Like the glory, you know, his glory, his the father sent an angel and said, you know, what do you want? Lord, help us. Because we have too many things. I, I'm telling you, the other day, Dr. Hardy did this. I'm looking at my paper. And then right after this, she simply said, throw it in there. I'm like. That's not what I was anticipating. I'm thinking that you're going to do some prayer breakthroughs and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Just throw it in there. I know I'm not the only one. Don't be lying to yourself now. <laughs> I need a husband. I need a wife. I need this. I need this. Break. Shut their mouth. Release confusion in the enemy's camp. All that. <laughs> we have such a long list. Give me the power to heal. Give me the power to see. Oh, miracles and wonders. And rightfully so. Why not? But <laughs> the mission, his, his agenda, his heart was towards 
And it, I mean, it's so profound when you think about it. His heart was so towards his, the father's agenda, even after he finished doing something and we, he asked him again, he's like, oh, no, 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 I just want the heart to do your, your mission. I just want to promote your kingdom. So he got literally a second chance to, the first time he missed it, like he got a second chance again to do it again. Oh, no, 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 I just want this. Give me the ability to lead your people. Verse 10, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom, brother, in governing my people with justice and have not, my people, again, you got to hear this, my people, it had nothing to do with Solomon. Wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or wealth. Because those are things most of the time kings want. They just want to live forever. We know about this. Some people just don't want to die. They will get Botox on top of Botox on top of Botox. I just want to look young. I just don't want to look at no wrinkles. Nobody wants to die. He didn't ask for those things. He could have. Why not? For a long life. Of what, he says, and then now he's, he's pretty much declaring to him. He said, you didn't ask for that. Wow. God is telling him, wow, you could have asked me for this. You could have asked me for a long life. <laughs> this is, I can only imagine this conversation. You could have asked me for this. I mean, he's shocked with this brother request. Because he's going back to him like, you could have asked for this. You could have asked for a long life, a wealthy. Or he could have said, I never don't want, I, I don't want to be old. He could have asked for more wives. <laughs> what is he going to do with all of them? I do not know. But he could have asked for that. Because he had how many? I'm sure you probably see them like once, once every 10 years. But he could have asked for all those things because those things were things that he did make sense to him, he desired. All right, let me, let me hurry up. Or the death of your enemies. <laughs> yeah, right. He said he could have asked for that because he's a king. He just, hey, father just banished him. Do you see that? I mean, he's impressed with this brother. I will give you what you, what you ask for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart. Again, go back to the heart. Such as no one else has had or ever will have. And I will also give you what you did not ask for. <laughs> Riches and fame. And indeed, he's famous because till now we're talking about, about him. Riches and fame. No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. 
And if you follow me and obey my decree and my command as your father did, I will give you a long life. His heart was in the right place. He knew how to ask. And it, and it had, honestly, it would, uh, I wouldn't even say that it was about he knew how to ask because he didn't know what the outcome was going to be. It was simply because it was all about the Father, God agenda. Because he didn't know the outcome. There was no, like, he didn't have no preview. There was no such thing. Hey, you know, this is just what I want. I just want to promote your kingdom. I just want you to promote your, you know, your, your agenda. And the father was impressed. He's like, whoa. Hopefully, the new covenant children can do that as well. <laughs> Love is the beginning journey of prosperity. If you're truly seeking after the Father's hand, seek after his heart first. Because the Father was impressed. It's like, wow, like, this brother. Like, he was impressed. It's like a heart heartfelt. Like, when somebody do something for you, you, would, you were not expected. It's like, whoa. I can only see his heart like, wow, I'm impressed with you, brother. The same way he was impressed with David. It's like, I'm impressed, wow. Such a good bloodline, huh? <laughs> he showed his love by going to get, I mean, he literally, Solomon showed his love through the sacrifice. He went to Gideon or Gibeon to sacrifice. That was an act of love. If you're truly seeking after the Father, do it from your heart. The Bible says that God gave. That was an act of love. He gave his only begotten son. That was an act of love. So most of the time when we give, we really give out of what we're trying to get from him. But it's all about love. Posture your heart from a place. Posture your heart in a place of love. See what the, uh, the things that, that needs to be done and look for it and find it and, and, or pray, Father, okay, how do you want me to give? What are the things that you, that, that, what, are, what are some of your agendas that are not being treated, that are, being not, that are not being pushed? Show me so I can do it out of love. Because that's what he did. Pushing his agenda. It was not about him. I'm pushing your agenda. He did not seek his own gain. He could have. But he's sick, you know what? Mm -mm. This needs to be take, this needs to take place. This needs to happen. In Psalm 35, verse 27 says, Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. You have to being in a place where you Standing for his cause, where you're defending, where you were promoting his, his cause with a gladly heart. Shouting for his things to take place. Being in a place where you're full of joy. You know what? I do not want to see my father's work being suffered. I do not want to see my father's work not taken care of. 
Whatever you do, do it with all your heart. If you're going to guarantee, if you're going to volunteer to do work in the ministry, do it with all your heart. Don't do it for promotion or agenda for titles. Because then you, 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 first of all, you'll probably worry yourself out. You'll get tired. It's like, okay, Father, why are you not sending me help? Because to begin with, your heart was not in it. You had your own agenda. You had your own motive. You just want to do things just to stay, just to do things. No, do it with a good heart. Because when you do, then the Father will reward you. And then, first of all, you'll be so happy doing it too. That's why a lot of time we pray, we're doing things in, in church, and we find ourselves, we tired. we just like, oh, my God, okay, why is this not working? I'm giving, why am I not receiving? Unknowingly, most of the time you don't know. There are times you don't, but most of the time you just don't know. You just, oh, okay, okay, if I gift this, okay, um, okay I need to get, to get this. I, I need to buy this house. I'm going to just give a $500 seed. I'm going to plant a seed. But in reality, there's a camera that's need. Why don't you give that money? You know what, Father, I want your, I, I want your ministry to be promoted. I, I, want, I want them to record. They need money to buy instruments. Why don't you give money for that? But you want to give a place where you feel like, no, no, I want to sow a seed. Okay, I, I know that seed is going to grow because the, the word says that plant given and it shall be given back to me. You know that verse. Give. We memorize the things that makes more sense to us. Oh, give. And I've done it too. We're all a victim of it. Trust me. Give and it shall be given unto me. Good measure. <laughs> but why don't you give in an area that, you know what? Nobody's going to see it. Those children need dresses. They need food. I'm just going to give $200 out of my pocket, not your time money. Out of my pocket, I'm just going to give $200 <laughs> towards that situation. Those kids, those are his children. Those are his little babies. That's when you're giving with good heart. And in fact, if you have issues in your heart, because a lot of time, whatever, and some things that we have to work on, and it's not an easy thing. There are things that you just, we just didn't know about it. We have to, hey, you know what, Father? Work in my heart. Show me the areas in my heart where I need to work in. Because when I'm giving, I want to make sure that I'm giving with the heart, with the right intention. And he's going to help you. Because that's his job. He's going to help you. But don't just keep doing things and just because, you know, and, you know, for your own agenda. Thinking that you're promoting him and then you get upset, you get angry, you're frustrating, things never turn around. and like okay, No, because... Your heart was not in the right place. He can't bless that. You had your own agenda. I promise you, I guarantee you, if you put him first, like the word says, seek him first. Put my agenda first. Put my mission first. I promised you, you're going to be so overflow. Because as we understand, giving is not just money, but our time. Believe in other people. Rejoice with those that are rejoicing. We can't hear a person have some money, some blessings. You start to get them upset, okay, why didn't I get mine? Ask him. 
Because a lot of time you don't, you blocking your blessing because your heart is not in the right place. That's your brother. That's your sister in Christ. If they have a big breakthrough, that's our breakthrough. We're promoting the kingdom together. But if you keep, you're sitting there and then they get a good word and then they, they're about to get some millions and you, you start, yes, you might be sitting there for a long time without receiving yours. Why? Because your heart, you need to check your heart. Father, I want to give. Uh, believing in someone, pray. When somebody receives a word, hey, you know, I'm going to rejoice for you. I'm going to pray for you. In fact, let's fast together. Make it come faster. That's a form of giving. So we have to be careful with where our heart is, how our heart is, just allowing our heart to just think however you know, any type of things. Because your heart reveals your true identity, your true motive. And a lot of time we're praying and we are doing things and we see things are not moving. And the Father's like, man, okay, you, you gotta check your heart, your identity. I mean, your motive is not right. You, it's not, you're not really about me. He knows, you can't fake that. We cannot fake trying to make things. No, the Father knows. And he wants to help. That's the ultimate thing. Hey, you know, Father, uh, you know what? I, my, like, I, I'm preaching this message, and I have to go back and, like, Father, check my heart. I want to make sure that when I'm doing this, when I give, is it for the right cause? Is it truly to promote you? And if it's not, please show me how to do it the right way. You can't fake him. You can't trick them. You can't try to, you know, oh, you know what? My heart is good. That's good. If it's good, then it's really good. But there are times we need to even ask him to reveal our heart towards a certain things. Father, reveal my heart towards how I see other people's blessing. Because we don't want to block ours. We have a joint responsibility to reveal his kingdom. The father's business needs to get done through you. He'd have no other way to get his agenda out there. So you have to make yourself available. Walk into a certain situation. Or if they ask you to do anything, don't do it with, oh, you know, okay, if I do this, then I'm going to get blessed. No. Check your motive. Check your heart. With anything before you do it, say, Father, okay, how is my heart looking? Am I doing this truly for you? Because you don't want to just do things and then you never see any result out of it because your heart is not in the right place. Whatever you are running for in life, put the kingdom right in the center of it. You, whatever you are pursuing after your education, your business, your whatever it may be, I do not care. Make sure the kingdom, his kingdom, his identity, his kingdom, his agenda is in the front center of it. When people see what you're doing, can they see that it's all about him? Because he's trying to get out there. He wants people to know of his love. He wants the world to know. Most of the time, when we do a certain things, oh, I did this. 
Or if somebody said, man, okay, you've been, like, you, 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 you look like, man, okay, you, you, you must have really studied for this. You must have really, really grind for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. The part that helped a little bit. <laughs> no, I have nothing to do with this. He did this. In fact, I couldn't have done this. He did this. There's no way nobody in my family ever make it. He did this. That's the, that's the way his kingdom being promoted. Like then others were like, oh wow. Well, if he did this for you then, he can do this for me. That started a conversation. It started a relationship. I need to know about this person. I need to know about him. Why are you so quiet? Why are you so peaceful? Everybody's going crazy. It's his love. It's all him. I have nothing to do with this. Oh, wow, okay, I need to know about this peace. I need to know about this love. But most of the time, oh, no, I, you know, um, I read a lot of books about mind changing or, or uh, give me somebody. I can't even think of anybody. Uh, Yolanda, well, Londa, what's it, Yonda? Ayala or Yanda, whatever her name is, like she, what she does like the change my life. Most of the time we give the world so much credit. Oh, they did this. Oh, man, I, I read about this. And I had to, the father had to check me on this. Because a lot of times we're like, oh, man, okay, I read so many books. I did this. I did that. Okay. And don't get me wrong now. All of those things are good. Because often he will lead you to, a, to read a certain books. But it's all him. He leads you to, to do it. He put that person on your path. He opened that door. He made people look at you a certain way. It's his glory in your life, his peace, his joy, his. Like Solomon, he's like, you know what? I give me, teach me how to lead your people. He could have asked him for so many things. He could have get, asked for so many things. He's like, okay, show me how to lead your people. I just want to know how to help your people. I mean, I can only see the heart, the posture. I just want to know how to lead your people. Can you please show me your people, your business? Can you show me how to do your business? Wow. Like this brother is seeking, he just wants to know. I just want to know how to do your business, your thing, your promote your stuff. I don't care about my stuff. You will take care of it. Your stuff, I just, that's my agenda. That's my first mission. Your stuff. And the interesting thing about that, we have examples. We have examples of that he didn't have nothing. We can read in a book, okay, Solomon, he, well, King, okay, he did this, he did that. We have references. He has, they have references. <laughs> I mean, they did not have references. We have so many references. I, I mean, it's just unbelievable. He did this not even knowing. And the thing is, and you can truly see a person's heart. He did this, he had no agenda whether or not he, this, he, probably, he probably didn't even read it. Like, there was, that never took place before. But we have zillions of examples. Okay, Solomon did this. Okay, I can do this too. 
Even in our prayer, Father, give me this. I'm sure right now we're going to go, Father, you know what? Show me how to love your people. <laughs> show me how to promote your agenda. Because we have so many examples. Kirby just preached about it. Apostle's been preaching about it. Dr. Hardy, we have so many books. <laughs> but the Father loves you very much. He's like, okay, yeah. I know your heart. <laughs> Though you read about it 500 million times already, I'm going to still help you. But ultimately, it's for his business. Promote his agenda. In your circumstance, in your days, in your worst moment, whatever comes, don't let his work be left behind. Because most of the time, we, we have so many things, and we have to really learn from this because that is also a form of reflection of the same, it's the same example. It just comes in different scenarios. It's the same case scenario, it just appears in different ways. Like we wake up in the morning, we do so many, everything else. I'm a victim of that. We all are a victim of that. But his business, we, we do it when we remember. We get it done when we remember. Like, oh, wow, okay, you know what, I have this, I have this. And we literally put it in our heart. We have reasons. We have legitimate excuse in our mind. We make it up, and we're like, okay, we confirm. Okay, Father, the Father understand this. Oh, yeah, I can do this. Okay, well, I was still, I had to talk to such and such. They needed some help. That was still God's work. Yeah, okay. I... We find enough reason to say, okay, to, to justify that, okay, this was Abba's work. But when he says, seek me first, Put my agenda first. Before you do anything, put my agenda first. And see how much I will release on your life. Even the things that you didn't even imagine. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. That's the beginning of prosperity, of wealth. That's the beginning of true blessings, of true riches. The Father will release so much blessing in this ministry. And one thing I truly believe... Um, and that I'm extremely excited about, even with the rest of this teaching, um, I know I'm probably going over time, but um, is because with the teaching that is taking place in this ministry, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to experience the fullness of his glory. We're going to experience the fullness of who he is because he favor us, he favor all of us, but we simply allow himself, we allow ourselves to be taught to grow and to really represent him. Even with the uh, practicing righteousness, well, most importantly, teaching of the practicing righteousness. When we really spent that time in really putting his agenda first, no wonders often sometimes we might get a lot of attack because the enemy is really, he's like, okay, I'm losing. He, indeed, he already lose um, the battle. But you can see that, okay, the Father's truly working because we are doing something special here. You know, I can guarantee you that we are doing some, something really, really special here. And the Father can truly, he can see, we are revealing his heart the best way. We are revealing his heart, his true intention towards us. Because he loved, He wants the world to know of how much he loves us, that who, who we truly is, to push his agenda. And to start with a small group like this. You know, 
Let's start with a small group like this who is fully dedicated, who is fully submitted to, who is fully willing to surrender their whole identity, their whole life, their business, whatever is priority, putting it behind us and says, okay, I'm pushing this. It's all about Abba. It's all about him. It's all about him. It's all about him. And because we make that our mission, the level of blessings and favor and revelation and anointing that is to reveal, it's beyond eyes haven't seen. Reason why? Because the more you give, the more you are given, you're pushing his agenda, he has no choice but to give you more so you can push more of him. You're pushing him, okay, I got to give you more. I got to give you more to push. Because we, I'm pushing your agenda, you got to give me more to push. Amen? Amen? So let's bow our head and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father, for your love, for your true, Father God, for understanding, Father, how much you love us. And Father, we pray, Father, that you give us a heart of giving, a heart, Father God, where we seek you first and only you first, where there is no second agenda, no second thought, no second, no, no hidden agenda. Give us a heart, Father God, that is 